Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. whether or not you would be good for on camera. Really? <laughs> I know, I was so surprised, too. Wow! Oh! Ow! Do you like wow Ow! Are you living your vision right I now? I am kind of living my vision. Wow, that is sad, I'm telling you. I got a promotion! Oh my god! Yay! Let's go celebrate! Woo! I'm Allison. I'm Ben. This is my friend Jason. I'm just trying not to stare. She's married. Shut up! You think that's gonna stop him from hitting on her? It's not at all. <laughs> you believe this? I think he's doing the dice thing too much. That's really all he's got. <sighs> You're prettier than I am. <laughs> Do we have sex? Yeah. Nice. Hello. Hi, this is Allison. I don't know if you remember me. I have something I really need to tell you. I'm pregnant. With a baby? Yes. Then what are you hitting on me for? Welcome to Rewatchability, the podcast where we rewatch old movies and TV shows to see if they hold up over time, to see how they change in the modern eye. To see how they grow, develop. Right. <laughs> Impregnate? No. I think no, that's no, going no. too far. My name is Blaine Waters. With me as always is Robert Larone. And joining us is Sam Mullins. Hello. Hey, thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're going to talk about Knocked Up. Which is a movie you suggested. Yeah. And <laughs> is it apropos something? Or? Yes. I recently rewatched this because I am going to become a father. Oh, my God. Uh, very soon. That's uh, heavy, man. Just a few months. And <laughs> I needed a laugh about it. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the movie you picked. All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this movie is like the most terrifying uh, version yeah, of pregnancy. Yeah, it's like a horror yeah. film. <laughs> The first two acts are fun. The third act, I'm not. It's t- too soon for me. I feel ill prepared. <laughs> Just put yeah. it on pause and watch yeah. that. It's a little bit closer to the time. Yeah, yeah. But, when the water breaks, you'll be yeah. like, I have to watch End of Knocked Up. <laughs> I don't know what to do to prepare yeah. myself. But before we begin, we're going to thank our Patreon sponsors. Thank you so much for giving one, three, five dollars a month. Mm-hmm. Keep- you give us life. <laughs> We're going to make those jokes all throughout the podcast. <laughs> so thank you very much for doing that. And if you want to give, you can go to patreon.com slash rewatchability and donate there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're very grateful for it. Exactly. So when did you first see this movie, Rob? I think I saw it in theaters because I saw it with my then-girlfriend. We were, like, serious. Oh. I think we lived together. That serious? Yeah. Well, we weren't, like, going to have any babies or anything. Right. But, like, you know, 
We like to go see comedies together. We were that serious. <laughs> <laughs> we both like Judd Apatow. 40-Year-Old Virgin was right. great. Also, Freaks and Geeks is yeah, like, man. you know, it's, it's perfect. Yeah. So I was excited to see this. And I also remember at the time... It was kind of cool seeing Seth Rogen become a thing because here was like a schlubby Canadian guy <laughs> right. who smoked too much weed. You know, was and he somehow... played a Canadian. Yeah, he... yeah. Well, I mean, in this movie. everybody played themselves in this movie. Yeah. Let's just state that right now. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so I felt like sort of representative to me. And it's a thing that I think every man has to, you know, think about whether or not, I guess every person has to think about whether or not they want to have kids propagate their flawed genes. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, beautiful. And so, yeah, so I, I saw it and I remember liking it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I liked all of Jed Apatow's things at that time. This is 2007, 10 years ago. 10 years ago, a full decade. A mm -hmm. lot has changed, you know. This movie is all grown up. It's in, what, right. grade two or grade three? <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. I think so. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. I don't know how that. So I don't know. I now I uh, I'm looking at it through different eyes. Even though mm. like I don't have a kid or I'm not any I'm not in a substantially different place than I was right. before. But if you want to get into a relationship, having a kid is a good way. Yeah, apparently <laughs> from what we've learned a in this horrifyingly movie, horrifyingly great way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. What about you, Sam? When did you first see this movie? I first saw this one uh, in between two years of university. Like I think I had just finished my second year of uni. And I remember... We don't call it that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm a BC boy, and every newspaper magazine in the province was like, there's a British Columbian who no one right. has seen before that is the star of the hottest comedy this summer. And we're right. like, what? <laughs> and I, I remember going to watch it, and I would have been like 20 or something like that. Mm. And the first viewing of it was kind of like when I saw the guys living in their house, I'm like, man, their life seems awesome. <laughs> like, the whole idea of the movie right. is that they're undesirable to be, but I'm like yeah. 20-year-old British Columbian. It's like living with my four best friends in L.A. without totally. a job. Yeah. Well, they're all I gotta 23. I got to start a porn database. <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly. Going to get some neon beer signs <laughs> for around the pool that we don't take care of. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, sweet. Great. I, I saw this in theaters, and I did didn't like it. Whoa. Yeah. I, I didn't like it. I thought 40-year-old version was pretty good. And yeah. then knocked up. I was like, I don't know about Judd Apatow anymore. Because <laughs> I like Freaks and Geeks so much. Right. Yeah. And I thought he really like captured something there. Mm -hmm. But this seemed kind of boring in parts. And then... Like I was like, why? Why is she with him? Like yeah. why? Like that kept on coming up in my mind. Why is he undesirable in some way? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. The heart wants what the heart wants. Yeah, it's true. It's or true. you know, maybe you're stuck in a certain situation because yeah. of something. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, and then the heart needs what the heart needs. But yeah, I mean, the situation demands what the situation demands. <laughs> so yeah, I didn't really like this, and I was kind of on. I didn't like Judd Apatow movies much after this. The the one after this. This is forty. Well, before that, the... there was funny people. Don't forget mm -hmm. that. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, putting funny in your title is a, yeah. is a good way of not making your movie very funny. Yeah. But yeah, this is the movie that I fell off of the Dr. Right. Apatow train on. The one that you mentioned, This Is 40, is a sequel to this. Right. It is. It's the yeah. same. It stars yeah. the Paul Rudd and Leslie Mann character. Yeah. And of course, Leslie Mann <laughs> is 
Judd Apatow's wife. Right. And of course, yeah. the kids are Judd, <laughs> Judd Apatow's kids. kids. And yeah. of course, the life is Judd Apatow's life, and the friends are Judd Apatow's friends. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I guess that's why. Does Leslie Mann not have any friends? Because Catherine Heigl didn't have any friends in this movie at all. Well, I mean, yeah, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it's very sad for Leslie Mann. They've probably been driven off by all of Judd Apatow's insufferable buddies. Yeah, they yeah. went to one Judd Apatow stand-up show, and they were like, this is it. They kept on getting hit on by Seth Rogen, and they took yeah. off. Right. right. Well, uh, this movie was supposed to be a, a sequel to... Um, the 40-Year-Old Virgin. The 40-Year-Old Virgin, yeah. Yeah, right. yeah they were supposed to be like the tech guys, right? Yeah, yeah exactly. Right. Yeah, which would make a lot of sense, I think. Yeah, because Ex- Judd Apatow has no new ideas ever. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's also because like he would have had a job then. Like It, wouldn't, it would have made him yeah. a little bit more yeah. desirable. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, he has nothing going on. <laughs> yeah. Exactly, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I don't think that the box store economy worked out that well. It could have easily found a way to make him unemployed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, just waited. <laughs> <laughs> well, why don't you run down the complex plot to this storied movie? Okay. Okay. Somebody Take it gets along. knocked up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's about these two people. Yeah. Seth Rogen plays this guy. His name is Ben Stone. Yeah. Is it all the names of this are basically unnecessary. We should just be calling them by their actors' names. In fact, all of his friends just use their real names. Yeah. Jay Baruchel yeah. is Jay. Jonah yeah. is Jonah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're just like, what's your what's your biggest trait? Uh <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so he's Ben Stone, and he. Uh... <laughs> I didn't even realize that. That's oh, did you? It should have been like Jay Weedman. <laughs> like it was just. Oh man. Yeah. Well, Jason Dealer. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be. I mean, I don't know if anybody has like a job as ambitious as dealing because he and all of his friends they live in this. Mansion, I guess, for some reason. Flop house. Yeah. I mean, they have a pool. So. Yeah. Do they though? Because Sam brought you, you know you didn't you didn't look look after that pool. Yeah, yeah. but I mean it's you still need, like, your like a possession. shot after swimming in the pool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, it's like do these guys not own a skimmer? What's going on? <laughs> I'm saying in the city that we live in, people buy a, a million dollar closet. So right. these people have a swimming pool, and none of them have like real jobs. We learn later that Seth Rogen has a settlement from the uh, <laughs> from the province government. of British Columbia <laughs> yeah. for fourteen thousand. Dollars and he's yeah. been living off this for like ten years, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is great, yeah. Which That's, I'm like frugal. That I, guy is, you know, he yeah. knows his money. He I actually wish they devoted more time to some of his tips, right? To stretch the dollar, that would have been helpful. Yeah, especially with all the weed he smokes. It <laughs> yeah. can't be too cheap in in L. A. Yeah, you know? That's for sure. Coming from B. C. Probably has to get it <laughs> yeah. shipped. Yeah, exactly. You can't do that. But <laughs> anyway, they're making this sort of website, him and his buddies, which is basically a database that has all of the various nude scenes or semi-nude scenes from Hollywood movies. And mm-hmm. it, it's an easily searchable thing where you just search, then you could view them for your cinematic pleasure. Right. <laughs> That's the pleasure you're, you're going yeah. after. <laughs> yeah. Cinematic. Well, I mean, if you were doing like a scholarly article on right. erotic cinema or the use of the male gaze on... Right. Uh, you, you did your master's at U of T, right? Yeah. Apparently U of T has like the biggest porn collection out of any university or college in the world. And that has nothing to do with why I went there. 
<laughs> but for scholarly research. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Yeah, or to make websites from. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should do some research. Now I'm thinking about it. But <laughs> Get another master's. And we also have... <laughs> Hit those stacks. <laughs> That's still... <disgusting. laughs> That's my alma mater. <laughs> anyway, but we also have, on the other side, Catherine Heigl. Mm-hmm. She also plays a character... Her name is Allison Scott, I think. Right? I think so, yeah. Something like that. And she also is sort of like, I mean, she's kind of a slacker, but she's sort of pulled into the spotlight right at the beginning. Because she has like a behind-the-scenes job at E! Yeah, it's weird because she, yeah, she gets to be on camera, which I'm sure she's worked really hard for and she's good with everyone that she works with. But then at the same time, she's living at her sister's house. So yeah. In the and, pool house. Yeah, in yeah. the pool house. Yeah. And her sister's like, ah, we got to get you out of there. And she's like, yeah, not going to happen at any time soon. Like, she's just going to, you know, live the rest of her life there. Which I'm like, well, that's kind of, at least this guy has his own house. Yeah, yeah that's, that's right. Yeah, he's paying yeah. rent. Yeah. So maybe don't be so judgmental. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anyway, like what happens is that... Allison and her sister, played by Leslie Mann, Mm -hmm. they go out to the club and they happen to run into Seth Rogen. He buys her drinks because she's fucking really impatient at the bar. (laughs) And he uses her impatience as like an in. He's like, oh yeah, it's terrible. Here, let me buy you a drink. Oh, what? You are getting one for your sister? Have mine too. Yeah, yeah. he steals the drinks. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Which is kind of fun. He throws some money He throws down down a bill. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's Canadian tire money. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He's from Canada. (laughs) That's how that 14,000 bucks has been spreading. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> just all in Canadian tire stacks with a one dollar bill on top. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they don't know. They don't know. But Jason Siegel in this scene is really, really funny. I thought. I think his character is really funny in this movie. <laughs> yeah, he's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think he's so creepy, but yes. while trying to be smooth, which yeah. is a great character. Yeah, yeah. Because like, good comedy. I mean, he's character. using smooth to be creepy. Right, yeah. yeah. But like, yeah. from what I've learned from comedy characters is like good comedy characters think they're one thing and are the exact opposite, and he personifies that in this movie. It's amazing. Yeah, he's yeah. Like, okay. I'm the smoothest guy, but he's yeah. saying like, I love pregnant women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, he's like an improv game. Like every time yeah. anyone says anything to him, he manages his next line to be creepy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so Leslie Mann goes home, sort of leaving her... Allison alone. Abandoning Allison. Yeah. That yeah. let's just you know, yeah. yeah. Let's put it out there. <laughs> She's the real villain of this film. <laughs> <laughs> and she ends up getting drunk and they end up going home together. She invites him home and they have uh, sex. Right. However, yeah. there is a key misunderstanding <laughs> if we want to call it that. <laughs> Oh, man. I remember this scene in the movie theater. Everyone yeah. going, oh. <laughs> what happened? Yeah. Like no. someone got hit by a car. Yeah. Like, that's what all the guys were like, no, why? And all the girls were like, ooh, oh. Yeah. That's a moment you just want to call your non-pregnant girlfriend and tell her you love her. Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's, it's pretty bad because he's kind of a dick in that scene. She's kind of not great. Well, they're both very drunk and they're going yeah. to have sex. And he's having trouble putting on the condom. And she says, just do it already. By which she means, just put the condom on already so you can have sex with me. He believes that this means just do it 
sans protection. See, yeah. I don't buy that because he can't remember what they talked about that entire night. Yeah. And then he remembers exactly <laughs> his reaction to her saying that. So I'm like, yeah. that's a little iffy. Yeah. And in the scene, he goes, well, all right then, and throws it. Yeah. Like, it's, it's kind of like he's like, well... I'm going to pull one over on you is kind of the tone right. he has. Like perhaps yeah. he's taking the loosest interpretation. Yeah. yeah. He's yeah, like, exactly. all right, I'm good if I throw this on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. actually how condoms work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, She won't see this in the middle of sex. Yeah. <laughs> be like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why didn't she like wake up in the morning and step on a gross unused condom and be concerned? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like this isn't even tied up. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. But so they wake up the next morning and there's a kind of uh, Botticelli Painting of uh, of Seth Rogen yeah. on the bed. Yeah, it's a yeah. beautiful scene. It is. Uh, it's a beautiful butt. <laughs> it is a beautiful butt. Well, hey, I mean, I think all shapes and sizes of bodies are beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> he's oh, he's yeah. cherubic. Is that how you say it? <laughs> you, <laughs> I yeah. mean, not in reference to Seth Rogen. No. But yeah. I'm sure that's how you say it. All shapes and sizes of butt acne are also beautiful. (laughs) Hey, it's a condition lots of people suffer. (laughs) Some in silence. (laughs) So anyway, yeah, they have – anyway, it's not – they go for breakfast and it's not – she quickly realizes that she's sort of made a mistake. He's not a person that has his shit together and also is kind of an idiot. Yeah. (laughs) There's not a lot of substance to that character – we find, which is true for kind of the whole movie, to for in my perspective. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, we don't find deepest dreams or you know darkest no. fears or whatever, unless it's being a father. But I mean, you know, he it's it's an awkward after sex one night stand conversation. Yeah. We've all been there. I don't want to be called like undeveloped because of it. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, so some time passes. Yeah. And she is interviewing... Probably three or four weeks. I think it's like eight weeks. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, she says right. that she was stressed. That's why she didn't get her period. Yeah. 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 And yeah. so she's on camera, on E! interviewing James Franco. Yeah, because the movie Spider-Man that he's in yeah. has been mentioned hundreds of times in this movie. Right. Yeah. It's such a weird connector. Yeah. It's like, I want, really want to sell that movie. Yeah, I was yeah. talking Sam Raimi. He owes Sam Raimi a favor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know. At the time, it was kind of fun. Now it seems dated, but also the fact that James Franco has become known to be a person who is not cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's sort of like, ah. Yeah. Now we just have to look at him being his smarmy self and his smarmy meta self. It's weird because that whole James Franco stuff, it it came out like kind of after the whole thing had like the movement had started. And uh, but long before that, he was like Instagramming young girl. Yeah. I was just like, why wasn't he the first on everyone's mind? Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, it's true. I mean, but everyone was just people weren't really conscious of things like that. Yeah. Or like that there was a way to do anything about it on them. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Anyway, so yeah. luckily he's not in much more of this movie. <laughs> yeah. No. They, no. they just talk about <laughs> just it. Just had him for the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He was very popular at the time. Yeah. <laughs> he probably had to get back to his studies at NYU and, you know, picking up under anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so she gets morning sickness and throws up and she goes to Leslie Mann. They do a bunch of pee tests. There's yeah. like a big leg, you know, anyway. <laughs> She's pregnant. Pee. Yeah. And they go to the doctor. She's pregnant. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, and she takes Seth Rogen with her. 
to, to the doctor. Yeah. She has to like call him again. Yeah. Be like, you're the guy that got me pregnant. Yeah, and, and then they have that great scene where they meet up at yeah. uh, at the Japanese restaurant, <laughs> and she yeah. tells him, "It's like yeah. you're pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off." Yeah, yeah, he emotion. She like calls him yeah. and like doesn't tell him why. Yeah, and yeah. he assumes it's like, oh, follow up date. Like, yeah, you know, I thought she yeah. was out of my league for some reason. Yeah, yeah. but and we, know, and we know this because he has a fake orgy with all his friends yeah. on the phone. <laughs> It's so yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody wants another piece. <laughs> Bereshaw. Yeah. Classic Bereshaw. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. our brightest son. <laughs> no, he's great. Yeah. He's good. Yeah. 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 Goon? I love that movie. a great movie. Yeah. yeah. But they go for dinner. They go to the doctor. And the doctor is Loudon Wainwright Third. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who does most of the music in this movie. Yeah. There's a lot of covers. Yeah, he's great. It's really <laughs> weird. I mean, I, most people don't get their gynecologist to do a soundtrack for them. <laughs> <laughs> he might be doing the music thing on the side, you know? <laughs> or the gynecology thing on the side. He's I think just, he like, was a pretty... it out. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah, exactly. you know, I've, a lot of people find it more soothing in the delivery room if you have Loudon we write the thirds <laughs> songs for <laughs> songs for pushing right. songs for pushing <laughs> heartbreaking water break <laughs> I, I did them all to Lamar's beat so it'll be good so yeah uh, I see a heart I see a head <laughs> so they start crying and he awkwardly leaves the room yeah because it's a it's a terrifying thing for both of them because they don't know each other at all yeah no, yeah. it's, 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 yeah. But they decide that they're going to, like, try to do this together. Mm-hmm. And they're going to get to know each other mm-hmm. and see what happens. So this is where it sort of turns into, like, your favorite genre, the romantic comedy. <laughs> I do. I fucking love the romantic comedy. And you were enchanted by this. <laughs> <laughs> The way I think he I like woos her. better. No. I don't know. You like rom coms too, right? Uh, totally. Yeah. Are they yeah. are they one of your favorite genres or are they Oh, probably my favorite, yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. We, we meet up yeah. on that. That's nice. That's good. Yeah. I think this is I mean this is a rom com, but it feels more like a brom com. Definitely, than a, than definitely. A yeah, right. Yeah. Well that was yeah. I think they you know, that came up a lot in this like era. Yeah. The era of the brom com. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. I love you, man. Yeah. Slap at the bass, which is something <laughs> yeah, in that movie. Sorry, I don't understand. <laughs> and super bad. Yeah, and super bad. Yeah. yeah. Forgetting Star Marshall. Yeah, and 40 Year Old Virgin was, was kind of that. All yeah. of those. Yeah. All of those. Yeah. I think this is, yeah, probably the most romantic comedy of the bunch. Yeah. But still kind of airs on the side of, of all comedy? his friends. Yeah. yeah. Well, tries, yeah. I mean, because they, they sort of like get to know each other and they like date. They even have some sex, but. Yeah. Seth Rogen like feels <laughs> creeped out about it yeah, because he's afraid yeah. that he's like yeah, yeah. punching the baby. <laughs> Felt a warning kick. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. That was that was pretty funny. Yeah, that yeah. was that was pretty funny. I mean, yeah. like all the scenes. I mean, this movie is like all Judd Apatow movies, sort of injected to capacity with sort of yeah. chatty scenes of funny lines. So much yeah. improv, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, I guess, like, almost everything is, like, improv yeah. I think, in yeah. this. 
Yeah, and there's so many like little jokes that don't really need to be in there, but it was probably just a riff that made him laugh in the cutting room. Like, uh, like why do they talk about Munich for a good two minutes of screen <laughs> right. time? Well, yeah. he, and he cut most of that scene out. Too. Yeah, yeah. They talked about Munich for so long. He sent that to uh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah which is pretty funny. You should do Munich. Yeah, I, lo- I actually loved that movie. <laughs> it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's also like a bunch of like stuff happening sort of in the background, like with uh, Leslie Mann characters and. Paul Rudd. <laughs> Let's not forget him, the Judd Apatow surrogate in yeah. this. Yeah, in every movie. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> I think he had to Could become be Judd Apatow. Judd yeah. Apatow was like, you have to direct this movie. Yeah. Too. <laughs> You're married to my wife. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is there a more fountain of youthy person with like a fuller head of hair who can represent me all the time? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I tried Keanu Reeves, but he wouldn't take yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. And there's like this whole thing where, so he's like, I think he's like a music promoter or like a band agent or something. Thing yeah. like that. So he's always yeah. going off to go see these bands play at like random hours. Yeah. And Leslie Mann sort of thinks that he's having an affair. Yes. And you know, I mean, Paul Rudd seems like he's too charming to do that. I would I would trust him 100% with my heart. Oh yeah. But Those eyes. that's why you can't trust him. Yeah. What? Yeah, that's exactly the reason. No. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> but he, she doesn't trust him. So, like at one point, all of them, for some reason, they take Seth Rogen and Catherine Heigl, follow him to wherever he's sneaking off yeah, to, yeah. and follow him not to some concert venue, but to a house. So I'm like, yeah. oh, this is a punk show, yeah. but it's not a punk show. <laughs> they go in and they do not find more people in the band than the audience. It's a punk show. <laughs> they don't they don't find anybody at first. They don't find him with another woman. But then they go further into the depths of this, you know, chamberous house. As worse, yeah. they find him 20 men. 20 yeah. men. Bacchanalia. But it's not. It's <laughs> not a standard orgy. Fantasy. It's something worse. Yeah. yeah. They're playing fantasy baseball. Yeah. <laughs> And her reaction is not one of relief. She's like, what are you doing? (laughs) Yeah, and I think this is like my favorite Leslie Mann moment in the movie when she's in the driveway. Yeah, yeah, probably in any movie she's done. Like when she's in the driveway and she's like, but I like Spider-Man 3. (laughs) I don't want Spider-Man. Right, because he says that, you know. It's so so heartbreaking and so funny at the same time. He says he just went to go see Spider-Man 3 because he just needed some time alone. Yeah. And he's been doing this fan fantasy baseball thing because he just needs to get away from us every once in a while yeah. all the time. I I I uh I had a relationship end because of Spider-Man 3. Because <laughs> no. I, because what? I went to see it with friends and she was like, "But I wanted to see Spider-Man 3 with you." <laughs> oh and then God. this movie came out and in the theater I was like, "Oh." <laughs> oh, like pointing at the screen and everyone was like, "Shut up, Blaine." <laughs> I was like, "No, but look at Spider-Man 3." Yeah, and everyone likes Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah, well, you're no Paul Rudd. <laughs> I'm no Paul Rudd. Oh man! But uh, <laughs> but Paul Rudd's like, I would never cheat on you, and she's like, this is worse than cheating. Yeah, and yeah. she sort of you don't want to be with her. Yeah, I mean that's how she interprets it. So she yeah. like you know she takes off, and Seth Rogen and Catherine Heigl, they're in the car together, and they talk about it, and she's like, I can't believe him, and he sort of like defends. Paul Rudd, because, yeah. A, he's Paul Rudd. Yeah. But also, uh, I mean, I you know, 
being that he's the Judd Apatow character, he doesn't paint himself as like a very sinister, like you know, doing something that terrible. It's like kind of understandable, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. And you know, maybe it wasn't the best way for him to react to his family's stresses or whatever. Yeah. To like pretend to be somewhere else, but at least it's not, he's not drinking and throwing bottles. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dad, <laughs> I'm just kidding, mom. <laughs> Yeah, it's weird because we're talking about Paul Rudd as the Judd Apatow surrogate, but like in this, yeah, Seth Rogen's kind of the Judd Apatow surrogate because this is all about his dealing with him, like his first child. Yeah. Well, I guess they both Maud. sort of are. Yeah, yeah, Maud. <laughs> yeah. I, I Don't also... use that name when you're Maud? naming your kid. <laughs> not not Maud Mullins. <laughs> Maud Mullins. Got a nice ring to yeah. it. Eminem. She could have yeah. a rap career yeah. and everything. Yeah, but when she's Great. like eighty, like young guys will still be into her, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's something. Yeah. <laughs> Better all, late than never. All the heralds, man. All the <laughs> heralds. It's a mod. It's a, <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, but so that you have like this. I, I know that in the car. I, it's unseen in a romantic comedy. It really subverts the genre. But at this point, they go their separate ways from over, each other over yeah. seemingly nothing. Yeah, it yeah. seems like if they just like talked to each other for even a yeah. moment, if they didn't get so emotional, right. if one of them wasn't hormonal. Right. Yeah. That seems Seth to be Rogan. I yeah. yes. Yes. <laughs> it's coming He's down up the weed. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I'm practically still a teenager. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel still, a lot. I'm still growing. <laughs> well, I just bought new shoes. Up a size. He was probably really young with this. Like remember when he was in Freaks and Geeks, he was like fifteen? Yeah. yeah. And he's always like because he he looks like always just like 45. an old dude. <laughs> Well, that's what yeah. Leslie Mann says. She's like, he's 23. He looks 30. Yeah. yeah. And he sounds it, too. There's one line in particular where I'm like, God, he seems old. Was uh, When she's like, so do you have anywhere to be today? He's like, no work today. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, this man seems like he's in his 60s. Yeah. Yeah. He already has his, like, cigar smoker's yeah, cap. Yeah, he's yeah, like totally. Charles Bukowski or something. <laughs> exactly. She's going to clack away in a typewriter. <laughs> uh, no, he's not that productive. God. Yeah. That's a pretty good Seth Rogen laugh. (laughs) It's called the BC accent. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Comes out sometimes after a few drinks, the BC laugh. Yeah. So, like, yeah, they have, like, their big falling out. And also— And this apparently happened to to Judd Apatow. Really? Being kicked out of the car. Being kicked out of the car and walking Because he disagreed about her disagreeing with him going to fantasy baseball. He, like, defended himself and it doubled down the— Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Punishment. (laughs) But we'll talk about more of the similar— between Judd Apatow and Seth Rogen in this movie, and we'll talk about the rest of this movie after this. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. A pregnant pause. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back to Rewatchability. We're here with Sam Mullins and we're talking about knocked up the Judd Apatow vehicle. Yeah. Yeah. It's not really no, that's not that's not really how it goes. I mean a vehicle is when the person stars in it. Well he's kind of starring in every role. He's like the he's like the Seth, you know. 
Seth, whatever his name is. It's just, I would say it's a Seth Rogen vehicle. This sort of like propelled True. Seth Rogen into stardom because before there was like a time when he was like, oh, he's like pretty good for somebody who's like kind of in the background. Then he got like a few bigger roles. And then like this was his first, I think, starring role. Mm-hmm. And after yeah. this, he went on to star movies and agitate North Korea. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poking a bear. Oh, yeah. man. And well, we got to, while we're on the topic of North Korea and global <laughs> affairs, I have to, we have to slowly get to why this is relevant to the fucking Trump era because everything is relevant to Trump. <laughs> because one degree of Trump. Well, they're having Seth Rogen and Paul Rudd are on the outs with their respective ladies. They do what any male would do go to Vegas to <laughs> indulge in a misogynistic bacchanalia uh, to do a bunch of drugs and to insert their faces in the butts of women who take their clothes off for That's how for you money. get pink eye. That's how you get pink yeah. eye. Which, I thought that was a pretty good joke. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. But the connection is one of the women who plays a stripper, presumably one of the ones who puts their face in Seth Rogen's butt, is wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. Wait. The yes. other way around. He puts his face in her butt. Yes, thank you. Although he has, as we've learned, yes. an angelic butt. Yeah. I'm sure some people would love in it. In the extended cut. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But anyway, this is the porn star who allegedly Trump on paid off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, Stormy? <laughs> yeah, Stormy Daniels. Oh, man. In the flesh. I mean, All, only in the flesh. Whatever in the flesh.com is whatever his website was called. <laughs> yeah. You could go right to that scene with his website. Flesh of the Stars. Yeah, Flesh <laughs> of the Stars. God. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. That is, yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe Trump saw this movie and was like, get Burr. me more. <laughs> yeah. 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 That one. Exactly. <laughs> I want that one in a burger. <laughs> <laughs> I hate women. Nah. Uh. <laughs> Do you, did you ever think that like a BC boy would be so influential in global affairs? <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, he set up both sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He could be a spy. Trump, North Korea thing. Do you yeah. think he's yeah. a Canadian spy? He works for CSIS or the RCMP or something? <laughs> Seems likely. Just bring that whole that whole country down, Seth. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to need a lot of weed. <laughs> yeah. And a lot of film. Yeah. I remember when the movie came out hearing Judd Apatow say how hard he had to fight for the movie poster, which is just Seth Rogen's face, because he thought it was so funny. They're like, no, no one knows who this guy is. Right. Like, why would this be the poster? He's like, no, just this face and the tagline, what if he got you pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was married to that idea. I mean, that's a great idea. It's it a is. great poster. It is. Yeah. It's sad for him, though. Part of the reason why it was refreshing when Seth Rogen became sort of successful is because he's a schlubby guy who sort of looks more like regular people than right. Paul Rudd. Yeah. yeah, right. Now, when he became like a superstar and was sort of making these movies and directing these movies and writing these movies where he could cast himself next to a attractive, beautiful young actress who doesn't have much agency <laughs> in her character <laughs> just for like his vanity, then it became a little much. Right. But like... I mean, understand, like, he's not the ideal of beauty, but, like, sure. some of us 
hairy guys who, you know, maybe don't go to the gym enough. <laughs> you know, we have feelings. Enough? <laughs> At all. <laughs> well, this podcast is all about truth. We're going to get to the bottom of it. No, but I was, I was talking with my, with my fiance about this because she was like, she was like, ah, oh, well, of course, like Seth Rogen can be in this role and he can be this unattractive and painted unattractive in this role mm-hmm. character. But like, you know, you don't find many women is unattractive in these roles. But I think we're getting that more now with like Amy Schumer and Melissa McCarthy that aren't traditionally attractive or play Or like people. Roseanne. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Roseanne was kind of the standout for a long time in, yeah. in that sort of role and playing like someone real. Yeah, but I mean, there are examples. There are examples, but I think it's happening more and more now. But um, I mean, I, I think... I don't know why my voice is so high, mm-hmm. <laughs> but I think like, prove a point. <laughs> <laughs> some of these examples that they use are sort of like tokenistic, like Melissa McCarthy, which yeah. she sort of has sort of risen up. So the Judd Apatow associated vehicles mm-hmm. and she's great. Yeah. But it's also like, oh, this is the one larger white woman who is allowed to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. What's her name from the, that was in Ghostbusters. Uh, yeah, it was like Weston. Yeah. Olympic yeah. commentator. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, they, I believe so. They sent her to the Olympics. Oh, great. Uh, she's way into the Olympics. <laughs> For NBC? It's, yeah. It's oh, really hilarious. That's great. Like, it's good that she's allowed to have movies. I mean, she hasn't gotten, I don't think, a starring role well, or anything. I, and, but I think that's the thing, is that she she was in one movie where the fanboys came out and were like, ah, I hate that women are in male yeah. movies. And then she was trashed, and she was trashed on Twitter. They had to, like, ban the people that were harassing her because it got so bad. And she, like, fell into some drug use and stuff. Uh, And it it was really difficult and hard. Yeah. 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 Uh, So I I don't think, like, bigger white women are now maybe allowed to be in movies. But, like, people of all races and sizes and sexual preferences, I don't think we're there yet. Well, for, that's for Hollywood. That's probably true for starring roles. I think, but I mean, like even Ghostbusters, that movie wasn't great for her character. No. I mean, again, like the black woman didn't get to be the scientist; she has to be yeah. the token yeah. clerk, you yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and it was also like she was thrust into this like position where that movie had to be like this big political thing because that's how they marketed it, and mm-hmm. there was like a backlash against it, and it sort of like turned against her because she was the most vulnerable. Yeah. Of them, and that doesn't excuse it or anything, but well, and the most vocal too. Like she was willing to stand up and say stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So whereas other people would ignore that, and maybe smartly ignore it, but I don't know. I I think you kind of have to stand up to the internet bullying well, at some for point. Sure. Yeah, for um, sure. But yeah, I mean, and it's weird in this movie too. I mean, Catherine Heigl called this movie sexist. She did. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, Famously. And then she apologized for yeah. calling it sexist. Yeah. Yeah. And now and then... we're apologizing to her. <laughs> yeah. This, yeah. This film is sexist. <laughs> yeah. I mean, this movie was 10 years ago. I think the dialogue is always sort of building. So this movie was sort of like in response to a lot of sexism, I think, as it was perceived in <clears throat> films like... Or in society. For example, there is the executive who, played by Kristen Wiig, who fat shames <laughs> Catherine Heigl. She's like, you're yeah. a little bit tighter. We need you tighter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alan Tudyk, too. Oh, right, him, yeah, yeah both yeah. of them. 
Yeah. yeah. Well, and this was a breakout role for uh, Kristen Wiig. Too. Yeah. yeah. She's so funny in this yeah. movie. Yeah. She's great. I read that. Uh, Everybody's in this. That originally it was written for a man, but then Apatow thought it would be hilarious to have a woman who hates other women. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 But it's not yeah. so much that she like hates other women. It's just that she's like kind of jealous yeah. that this yeah. other person is getting things that she clearly wants. Yeah. Like the on-camera position or happiness. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 And it's it's weird because this movie kind of is a little bit sexist. It's not great to the male character yeah. either, although I think yeah. it's I think it's more true to the yeah. The twenty-three-year-old male characters, yeah. like I was a little bit like I didn't like poop on people's pillows. Yeah, yeah. But Blame. I don't know. We're being honest today. <laughs> yeah, I pooped on so many pillows. I'm so sorry. <laughs> in in a way, like what the most sexist thing about this movie is rewatching it is like Catherine Heigl doesn't get a single good solid joke, you know. And <laughs> so if true. you, yeah. I would love to like make just a cut of her believably laughing at someone else's joke in this movie yeah. because she's essentially just standing there laughing and being charmed by the stoners. But yeah. and if this by is a, a movie that uses improvisation, then yeah. presumably like maybe she didn't make any jokes because she's not an improviser. But yeah. that's that's where directing comes in and mm-hmm. Judd Apatow yeah. is improv but he was also yeah. yelling it's lines in. throwing lines in. Yeah. Exactly. So he yeah. could have done that for Catherine Heigl a lot more. But I mean I don't even know if she's like a comedian. I didn't watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah. I hear it's funny. Yeah. That's what I hear about it. <laughs> yeah. I think her reactions are pretty funny. Like I think she knows what movies she's in and she's yeah, like definitely. acting towards that definitely. and like help, helping to support the comedy but yeah. she's the straight man in this movie. Fully. Yeah. But you still need to know comedy to be the straight man. I don't know okay. if she's yeah. like the best fit for this movie because yeah. her well, character. Well, she's the 50th choice. I know. For this movie. I read that too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's right. Nuts. They had everyone in this role yeah. before. Like Anne Hathaway was the first pick. Yeah, yeah. and she left because she didn't want to see a the. She didn't want to see. Oh yeah, because at the time, Apatow wanted to put uh, real birth footage in it. Yeah, right. he was going to film. He was going to film real birth footage. Oh yeah, and yeah. She wasn't on board with that. So what we saw was not real. <laughs> I, yeah. it, it also looked really <laughs> yeah uh, but I don't know I, I, don't know, I was a bit drunk <laughs> yeah <laughs> but yeah it wasn't real because he had to get a permit for the unborn oh, baby right 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 a uh, permit. and he he couldn't right yeah that's a lot of red tape to go through yeah yeah baby is like <laughs> it's a union member <laughs> <laughs> right yeah what sex is it no just oh, union right. member <laughs> actra yeah youngest academy award winner <laughs> yeah he's also lapsed on his dues so uh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but but Anne Hathaway didn't want to like be in it, and then a whole bunch of other people dropped out, and then yeah, other, everybody, yeah, other people like Jennifer Connelly, Thurman. They talked about Sarah Jessica Parker, yeah, yeah. Renee Zellweger, I Renee heard, Zellweger. Yeah. and then Jennifer Connelly was considered too old. Yeah. Like, yeah, come on. And I heard that Jodie Foster was floated for the Leslie Mann character, which I also found hard to believe because it's like as if you weren't writing this for your wife all along, Judd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. She's okay in this. I remember not liking her because I find her annoying in Judd Apatow's movies yeah. for some reason. Because oh, I what, mean, Leslie Mann? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I was thinking that it seems like she's kind of just playing like the most terrible version of herself in their life right. as yeah. possible. Oh, yeah. And they probably just laugh like she's like, oh, this is what you must think I seem like. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, when I'm yeah. nagging her. Speaking she's about a how awful she is, there's that scene where yeah. they go clubbing and... Yeah. 
Craig Robinson is the bouncer. Yeah. And oh, she God. calls yeah. him a fag. <laughs> Twice. With his faggy gloves. Yeah. It's so <laughs> yeah. awful. That's technically a different insult. Yeah. <laughs> That's really more of an insult to his gloves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's terrible. It's, it is it's yeah. terrible. But also... <laughs> Stand out role for Craig Robinson because he takes her aside and is like, I don't yeah. want to do this. Yeah. Like, I think you look great. And like, I would totally, I mean, that's not yeah. Great. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. I'm so sorry. I fucking hate this job. I don't want to be the one to pass judgment, decide who gets in. Shit makes me sick to my stomach. I get the runs from the stress. It's not because you're not hot. I would love to tap that ass. I would tear that ass up. I can't let you in because you're old as fuck. For this club, not, you know, for the earth. What? You old, she pregnant. Can't have a bunch of old pregnant bitches running around. That's crazy. I'm only allowed to let in 5% black people. He said that, 5%. That mean, if it's 25 people here, I get to let in one and a quarter black people. So I got to hope it's a black midget in the crowd. No, I feel guilty. I'm sorry. Why y'all want to be in here? I don't know. I need to be in a yoga class like, or something. Knowledgeable what the fuck is she doing like, at the I feel club? like Judd Apatow is kind of... That's, that's not even good parenting right there. Like, oh, I'm going to actually like, address know better stuff. Than that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, not actually taking any action to address it. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the movie still stars young, beautiful white people. I mean, with yeah. except Seth Rogen, because he represents the everyman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the problem with Alan Tudyk and Kristen Wiig is like they're making fun of Hollywood. Like this movie only has 5% black people. It's Craig Robinson. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean 1%. Yeah. <laughs> I've had stronger milk. And it's, it's, yeah. it's like the oh, – I lost what I was going to say. Yeah, your milk joke was very clever though. <laughs> <laughs> Worth it. <laughs> Worth it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, it's because they, they have these people saying all, all these things, again, like making fun of Hollywood. But then they do what Hollywood does and they show Catherine Heigl in her bra at all times and in low-cut shirts at all times. I'm like, wow, this is exactly Mm. what you're making fun of those execs for doing and doing it yourself. Well, the point I I think I wanted to make a a few minutes ago about, like, Catherine Heigl is that maybe they should have cast, like, a comedian or an improviser or somebody who would have been able to, like, have more of the story. Because as it sort of is, she has to react to this situation, which in some ways seems absurd. And the underlying thing about this movie, the subtext, seems to be that Seth Rogen isn't somebody that she really wants to have a relationship with. Mm -hmm. And she is, like, really pulling herself up to the point where she can have him in her life, maybe for the sake of this baby. And it's such, like, it's an astronomical sort of leap of logic to think that, you know... In her position in her life, she would want to, like, keep a baby that yeah. had, you know, been conceived this way, that was conceived to rock lobster, <laughs> <laughs> and that she would want to keep it and, like, keep this person. It's, like, it's, yeah. it's hard to imagine. And not to say that well, people don't make those decisions in yeah. their lives. Yeah. But I, the fact that she is, like, an, a presenter on e-television, yeah. and she seems very privileged. It, yeah. This doesn't seem like... She's like forced into it because she can't afford to, yeah. you know. I, her mom get tells a her to get a shmishmorshin <laughs> at the shmishmorshin clinic. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. exactly. Yeah. She's going to the wrong clinic. Yeah. Yeah. clinic. Like, yeah. I think she's going to go to the wrong one. Shmishmorshin is like my favorite joke from this movie. Um, and I think the one that keeps yeah. with me throughout yeah, my life. Totally. 
They do not find it funny at Planned Parenthood. Though. <laughs> <laughs> that is you know, where I volunteer. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. They let you volunteer there. Yeah. All right, no, that's good. Yeah. Let's get you that schmorshin. <laughs> like, yeah. fuck you, guy. Yeah. Um, Speaking of comedy, <laughs> is the best. Medicine. <laughs> Laughter is the best medicine. <laughs> um, I was going to say the other movie that came out this year and also was like, wouldn't they have just had an abortion? Was Juno. Oh, like, right. both these came out the same year, and everyone's like, yeah. it, it, it's two unbelievable stories yeah. that these two people. But I sort of well, believe Juno more. The leap of logic in Juno is that because she is a strong person mm-hmm. that you know she would make the decision that's right for herself but mm-hmm. she succumbs to like the societal pressures and mm-hmm. you know her own doubt and so well you know, and who's to say that's not right lots for of her, kids right? do yeah mm-hmm. i mean you know it's not right for any kid <laughs> keep it in your pants kids <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah michael Seth rogan asked people <laughs> michael sarah <laughs> basically all keep, canadians keep on chewing those tic tacs michael sarah yeah Stop right. impregnating young girls. Two very Canadian movies about <laughs> about getting knocked up that year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Pregnancy the Canadian way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And this is like the best of all possible worlds when you knock someone up, I think, that you've Please only stop met. calling it that. <laughs> we, we talked about Schmidt's Ordering, the, for the, the, longest. ordering <laughs> the stork. <laughs> yeah. Ordering the stork. <laughs> um, oh, God. Um, <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I've known people this has happened to, and it's 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 like a nightmare for them. It's it's never like a fun thing. Where I mean, I'm being honest. I it made, was you. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I have about three or four kids. No, but it's, this is the. I mean, I guess it's, it's a comedy, terrifying. so it needs to like work out. But it's also once you separate it from the comedy, you're like, oh my god, that's a nightmare. It's yeah. like crazy. I mean, if you're not ready for it, I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, it's totally not a nightmare for you. And yeah. like, your baby isn't like some sort of monster that's like living as a parasite inside <laughs> of your loved one. Yeah, yeah. You know, this is which why it's hard to get guests. Upon her. <laughs> this is why we can't get you guests. did that to her, <laughs> and now it's your responsibility. <laughs> oh man! But yeah. I mean, you're kind of going through a little bit of what yeah. Seth Rogen's going through totally. in terms of like nesting and yeah. getting all that Have you read the books? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. I've read the books. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> How many books? I've read two so far. Okay. It's not bad. I'm going to cram towards the end. <laughs> yeah. Just watch a YouTube video. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're going to be doing that, too. <laughs> yeah. Like, watch all those... Like Gross. where there's like a face that's like s- coming out okay, half out of a vagina <laughs> and already screaming. Right. It's like within like an alien my wife still, but screaming on the outside. <laughs> I'm fully prepared for that. <laughs> yeah, but it, yeah. it's so funny. Like Echo's the weird. experience of watching this movie now. Like for the first half of the movie I'm like man I'm in such a better place than these two characters what a right. delight it is watching this yeah. but then the whole like her going into labor panic sequence that's like still ahead of me and right. I was really stressed out by all of that I'm you're like, still gonna have to deal with the doctor I'm like Chang what if community. Yeah, what if <laughs> Ken Jeong is mean to me <laughs> and I have to stand up and not faint do we want to do whoa 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 what should I leave do you want to be the doctor? Because I really don't need to be here. No, what we want is to take a second to talk about our options, okay? That's no, what we want. you mean you want to take a second to tell me how to do my job. My job is to get that baby out safely. Or I can go home. Just let me know. You be the doctor. Can we talk outside in the home for a second? That woman is a control freak, and she needs to let go and let me do my job. 
Look, she's just having a hard time because her and our doctor had a very specific birth plan. And they wanted it to be a very special experience. If you want a special experience, go to a Jimmy Buffett concert. We have a new birth plan. Get the baby out safely. Look, man, will you help us out? I have no idea what I'm doing. You can be as big a dick to me as you want. Just be nice to her, man. That's all I ask. Just please be nice to her. Ooh. Are you okay? I think so. I'm sorry. Let's start fresh. Thank you, man. Thanks. This is healthy. This is good. I think we're bonding. <laughs> well, that's, that apparently happened to Judd Apatow, too. Yeah, that's one that's of the right. other like, real yeah. brands right. in this movie. Yeah. 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 I mean, you can stand up to a doctor. <laughs> I don't know if I can. I don't know if I'm going to be able to not faint, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm going to be a coward who faints the whole time. They're very imposing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be not there for my wife, I fear. <laughs> <laughs> I love the – because when Seth Rogen – because they get back together and then Seth Rogen, like, he like steps it up during the pregnancy, which yeah. is – we see his growth you know i like when he's like trying to get the doctor on the phone he's like leaving a message hey dr howard guess what the fuck's up (laughs) you're tupac you're biggie (laughs) yeah that's pretty funny yeah he actually does the doctor does die in a gangland shooting and they come after seth rogan yeah and then the child is raised with other father oh wow yeah that's uh (laughs) in the ghetto of hollywood yeah yeah, I mean, the yeah, there's so much that can happen in pregnancy, and it's it's it's. But we've been doing it, like Seth Rogen said, like yeah. Did they need books back in the Stone Age? You know? so. Well, lots of people died. There was like yeah, all right. incredible I'm trying to make it all right for Sam. I'm trying to make it cool for Sam. <laughs> Pe- what what it's people? Better now. People died. <laughs> no, 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 no. Everyone's cool. No. Everyone's cool. They fixed it. They fixed it. <laughs> yeah. Even the Stone Age without medicine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're being in a hospital. It's yeah. all good. We got antibiotics now. <laughs> yeah. We'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. One of my friends, they had a planned C-section, which is which is something. And the doctor was like, hey, hey, come around. I'd spring for an A-section. <laughs> uh, he was like, come around the curtain. Look at this. And, oh my uh, and, and my friend was like, I, I looked into my wife. And I can never unsee that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. That's right. Yeah. He was like, if the doctor ever tells you, come around, look, just yeah. say no. Check just, this out. <laughs> just say, please no. you were going to show me something cool, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like your stethoscope. Inside of your wife. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's not, that's not cool, man. Why are you doing that to me? Want well, to leave a time capsule? And, and that's one of my, it's also one of my favorite moments in this movie when Jay Baruchel goes in and yeah, sees, yeah. sees the head half right. out of the, yeah. And he's like, oh, no. <laughs> and he, he goes back into the waiting room. He's like, uh, just don't go in there. Promise yeah. me you won't go in there. Yeah. Yeah. He plays that so well. You never want to see how the sausage is made. Yeah. <laughs> no. no. <God>. <laughs> the beautiful sausage. The yeah. humans. <laughs> yeah, well, let's talk about the, the actors in this movie are all pretty great. Oh, oh yeah. are they? <laughs> yeah, I feel like Martin Starr really kills it. Mm-hmm. He's very funny. He's funny. In this movie. He's yeah. funny. Uh, Siegel's Jason really good. Siegel, yeah. yeah, all of those guys are great at being themselves, hanging out. Yeah, that is, they sure. are impeccable at being stoned and ripping <laughs> off things. Yeah. Right. That is. Gr- they are great at that. They're yeah. really great at I that. I mean, you so know, that's entertaining. They, they had to work really hard on it. They, I know, they did a lot of rehearsals because <laughs> yeah. they're completely yeah. different characters. <laughs> 
Martin Starr is an academic and right. a scholar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, he plays himself in that new Spider-Man movie, so yeah, uh, that's who he really is. No, <laughs> true, they all play themselves, but I think it's... Yeah. I think it's really wonderful, yeah. and, and that camaraderie they have is pretty yeah. great. I mean, I think it's nice. It works sort of in the comedy sort of aspects, but Seth Rogen can't really act dramatic. Mm-hmm. Like Jonah Hill, we know, he can pull it off. He lose a bunch of weight and then be very serious. Yeah. But Seth Rogen, he just sort of like rumples his face sort of funny, and that's him feeling anguish or frustration yeah. or sadness yeah. or just like needing to be stoned and not being able to be stoned. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I mean, that's Catherine Heigl's character, too. She's not allowed to say much. She doesn't yeah. have too much dialogue, so no, she has to react to everything. She yeah. has to pick up like videos and yeah. look at them and then put them down. We're like, oh, yeah, she doesn't like Japanese swords. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I mean, her character, I also think I'm not a huge fan of her either, and I don't think she's given a lot to do with here. And yeah. so it's sort of, for me, like, that whole relationship is doesn't have any chemistry and is, like, kind of awkward. As awkward as it seems like it should be. Yeah. But it sort of doesn't make for a great viewing experience. Like, do you think that at the end of the movie, Katherine <laughs> Heigl loves Seth Rogen? She says that she loves him at one yeah. point, but she's like, I don't know what that means right now. Yeah. What kind of love that is. Great yeah. line, by the way. Uh, <laughs> so... <laughs> <laughs> Hasn't been used on me like 20 times. It's cool. Yeah. yeah. I get it, Catherine. <laughs> you don't want to have my baby. <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. even if I propose. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, if they found somebody who could maybe believably be into Seth Rogen. Yeah. I mean, I think that would be a very basic acting challenge. Yeah. <laughs> pretend to be in love with somebody. You know, you could yeah. pretend you could pretend it's your boyfriend or uh, your favorite actor if you <laughs> don't have, you know, any you use your imagination. It's right. acting. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and I mean, there were a lot of great cameos. I yeah. think the great thing about Judd Apatow's films is that he brings in a lot of people. He does. as friends and lets yeah. them do their own thing. There's yeah. always like celebrities and sort of lots of people that we sort of recognize. Mm-hmm. Yeah. James Franco, I guess, is the, yeah. you know, this is sort of like when he was still accumulating celebrities. Like he had sort of helped create them and then he could sort of call them in for favors, like Steve Carell. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. Has, a, has yeah. a great scene where yeah. he's yeah. an asshole. Yeah. And she, somebody's like, to Catherine Heigl, Bill Hader is like, yeah. wow, you turned Steve Carell into an asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that part's uh, good. There are so many actors that I'd never seen before when this came out. Like, I, I right. had never seen Jonah Hill. I'd never seen Jason Siegel because I missed Freaks and Geeks. I'd never seen Paul Rudd except as Phoebe Buffay's husband oh, and friends. Right. That was yeah, my, yeah. because right. I missed Clueless. I'd never seen Kristen Wiig in a film. Right. I never, yeah. I had never seen Bill Hader in a film. And like, these are all, this is like the A list. No, no. Forward. And yeah, like I guess Franco. they've all come up from. I feel like from he's there. really good at growing comedic actors. Like, he chooses Definitely. them all for his <clears> films. So they like, he's like like an incubator for yeah. films minimum if you get with Judd Apatow like, yeah that's uh, the life cycle yeah yeah and like and like Kristen Wiig she got to make her movie with Judd Apatow and Siegel got to make his movie with right. Apatow yeah. and Jonah well he got super bad that same year so it's like everyone playing a bit part and like Steve Carell of course too he's yeah. he's really good at like giving people their star making yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. except Martin Starr is like what the hell yeah <laughs> so. well he's doing okay 
Yeah, he's doing all right. Well, yeah. and and I really loved um, Seth Rogen's father, played by Harold Ramis. In this. Yeah, oh, the late great a, Harold I Ramis. love Ramis in this. <laughs> he's so that funny. is such a sweet scene, man. Yeah, <laughs> he he plays the comedy in such like an understandable, yeah. understated, and and sweet way. Yeah. That's the only relationship that works for me in this movie because yeah. they seem like father and son, totally. like, and it seems like a total father son relationship. <laughs> yeah. There's like the sort of like blaseness about it, it's like ah, you know, yeah. but also yeah. the like, love, the love, mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah. totally so want Harold Ramis like, to be Her- my dad. That's so it's yeah. nice. Judd yeah. Apatow's like, hey, Ramis, like, I'd love it if you came and played this hilarious scene. And he like gets a script. It's like, I love you unconditionally. You're the best thing I've ever, ever <laughs> What am I going to do with That's, this? This is crap. Yeah. yeah. And it's genuinely Can't you make some ghost funny and touching. Yeah. yeah it's a good yeah. scene. Yeah, he's great, and he does like the mammoth thing where he just kind of says the line. He doesn't. Yep. He doesn't have to like overact it or really play the joke. Yeah, I his performance is one of the best in the movie. It is. It, it is. is. It's yeah. really great. Yeah, it's um, and like the writing is is pretty great. There's a, like a lot of funny lines. I mean, I think it's problematic that he doesn't give one joke to Catherine Heigl, mm-hmm. but I think Leslie Mann does a good job with what she has. But the directing, I feel, is a little bit. He gets good performances from the actors, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But in terms of like. What he does with the camera, or oh, yeah. like even yeah. pacing in the scenes. Mm-hmm, this is mm-hmm. a two-hour and twenty-minute movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a long movie. Yeah, so um, we got to stop doing bloated semi-autobiographical epics. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, we'll do Jay Edgar next week. It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jay Edgar didn't write that movie. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. It would have been a, a lot more boring. I don't know if it could get that way. One little side note, my wife, she she has a bad back, and okay. the, the doctor is like, okay, next time your back goes out, just lay down for, like, five hours before <laughs> before you, like, go to a doctor or anything, like, five hours. So we have a rule, like, next time her back goes out, she has to sit through two Judd Apatow movies, <laughs> <laughs> and then if she's still in pain, we'll help her out. <laughs> Pick early ones. Yeah, that's right. You, <laughs> exactly. must, no, no, you no. must be funny people. And, she's like, watching some this is short film. <laughs> she's like, what? There's a whole other act with Banna? <laughs> yeah, exactly. like, why is there so much Apatow Kids screen time in this thing? Yeah. Oh, oh and the Apatow Kids are really great. But they're, let's go They're around. fine, but I just, I don't care about his kids as much as he does. And I don't yeah. care about his wife as much as he does. Yeah. Well, let's go around and see if we see this is rewatchable. Rob? I'm going to say... I'm going to say not rewatchable. Oh. I don't nice. think it holds up. And, like, I don't think it's, like, the t- most terrible movie in the world. It's fun. There's lots of funny bits in it. I just, I don't find myself relating to it anymore. Yeah. And it's sort of, like, been colored, I think, by Judd Apatow's other movies and the other movies that the other people have done. Because, like, so much of this is just them being them. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I've had too much of them. Right. That's uh, fair. I've had enough Seth Rogen. Mm -hmm. Had Mm -hmm. enough... Judd Apatow <laughs> and I've had enough of his celebrity friends like yeah. in every movie he produces mm-hmm. it's always like everything just comes down to like some some celebrities that he knows from a prior yeah, project yeah. coming in and usually yeah. saving the day it's yeah. true it's true so I don't know every, I, I, I find like this kind of hard to watch on the basic level of like oh it's about a successful person without any problems and they're like sort of non-problem sort of played up in like a Dramatic, yeah. comedic way. Fair enough. But anyway, so I don't know. That's my not rewatchable. Okay, I what about so. you, Sam? 
I I think this one's rewatchable. There, yeah. there's so many like little moments that I love every time. Like it, it was, I really love like the Kristen Wiig character is like an all time scene stealing yeah, she, comedic yeah, character. For sure. Like I I really love Baruchel and Jonah and Siegel mm-hmm. and Star and Rogan in the same house. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And also, this might be my favorite Paul Rudd being his Paul Ruddiest, <laughs> and yeah. it, it's. It's it's worth watching just for the broiness of this movie. If you can handle a broy movie, <laughs> this is this is the broiest. Yeah, right. there yeah. was a great Paul Rudd on I think Jimmy Fallon where he does uh, the King of Wishful Thinking, the okay. '80s song, and does like the whole video. And he's like, he's fucking great because he's Paul Rudd. I think he's that's great. my new favorite Paul Rudd. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna say uh, this is hard because it's one of uh, my fiance's faves. So I kind of like love it for her. Yeah, but you've been same- trained. But yeah, at the same time, yeah, 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 that's what like Jay Baruchel would say yeah. to me in this movie. But but at the same time, like I didn't like it when it first came out, and I think it still is like has some major problems. There's some funny moments, and I think I'd like put it on the background, maybe, or mm, I wouldn't kick it off definitely. TV, right? Yeah. But uh, yeah. but I don't I don't think I'd put it on. Uh, you don't have purposely. three hours of your life to yeah. dedicate to this again. No, no, and we've already taken up an hour of our listeners' lives. So I yeah. want to say thank you for listening this week on Rewatchability, and thank you for coming on, Sam. Hey, thanks for having me. Is there anything you want? Uh, plug? Not really. No, because you, you, you're, uh, yeah. you're a storyteller. You've yeah. been on The Moth and, and all these other things. And you write sketch, too. Yeah, I'm a sketch writer and uh, I'll, I do stand-up around Toronto. So, Do, you, do they have a Twitter? Yeah, I'm on Twitter. I'm at Sam S. Mullins. Okay, great. Go to go to Twitter. Find him there. And you can find us on Twitter at Rewatchability, at Facebook.com slash Rewatchability. And go to Apple Podcasts and rate us. That really helps other people find us. So if you can't give to our Patreon, you can give to us in that way. Thank you very much for listening this week. And a round of Seth Rogen laughs. (laughs) (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.